Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's that, the most niche Zach Jackson that product you know what's, ever. Okay. How, niche. How, how, I didn't like, even know uh, anyone played that game. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Nathan Hennessy. Hi again. And Holly Buckley. Hello. How are we all this post-Game Awards Friday evening? Bloody tired, mate. Absolutely spent. I think all the excitement's taken it out of me. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, she was a long one, long one. We'll uh, talk about that in a minute. But uh, apart from that, it's been a while. We, didn't, we uh, took a week off last week to focus on some other things. Um, just, you know, some, uh, some content. So how have we all been in the past week? I know, Nathan, I saw you uh, in the middle, wait, no, like two days ago. So, yeah, we had a bit of a, a group date night, didn't we? It's lovely. We did, we did. Um, but how have you all been? How good can you be this time of year? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If you work any customer-facing roles, uh, yeah, which I uh, suspect many of us do or have done. So I think we're feeling it, eh? Yeah, yeah I'll it gets to the... the- I was just gonna say I was I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and this year, like right now, I've I don't feel like I've ever felt this tired, ever. Like I'm just constantly rooted. Thank you, mate. I I think um, it needs to be said. Um, it's real. I don't care. I honestly, so, I, <laughs> Victoria obviously going to be hitting it pretty hard, but I'm sure in our other states represented here tonight, it's probably just as vicious this time of year. I don't know what it's like down in Taz. Is it has it ever been this vicious before? Because oh, I'm feeling it in, in Victoria. I agree with Zach. Absolutely rooted today. Just absolutely hit rock bottom. This. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm lucky enough that I'm out of face to face customer based roles these days. Um, I mean, in fairness, I still have people yelling in my ear because tensions are high around Christmas, but it's it's vastly different having done retail for forever. It's vastly different to having someone, you know, up in your grill about not having a specific game in stock, even though it's two days before Christmas, no resentment held there at all. Um, but no, my partner key obviously has, she's still works in retail and yeah, she has said that it's been a particularly rough start to the, the Christmas season. And that's coming from, from Tassie where things are, relatively calm so i can only imagine what some of the other states particularly victoria are, are going through it's a, a rough old time for everyone i think yeah i don't think it's anything to sort of flex about but i think like retail here at the moment is just it's next level yeah it's it is yeah people are fucked pretty much but uh but you'd be confident too because you because you work for a major company so you know you're not you know, you still got a lot of pe- people to uh, deal with. 
Holly, how's uh, WA? Uh, it's hectic. I made the mistake of getting a job in the online section of work. And so everyone, especially with COVID, everyone's like, you know what, I'm going to shop online. And Christmas is the busiest time of year, like for most people. So yeah. it's just, I don't have to deal with customers as much, but it's just, there's just so much work to do mm. in a small amount of time. It's exhausting. Yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. All right, well, let's talk video games and uh, the good stuff. Bring a, a slight smile to our to our dead dead faces. Um, what have we all been playing the past couple of weeks? Surely someone's been playing something. Marvel's Nathan. Guardians ben. of oh. the Galaxy. Good man, making heavy strides through that. What a joy it is to spend time with those characters. I. I've I've grown a bit cold from the Guardians cohort that we see in the MCU. I I don't know. I I just think the level of qual- and the quality of writing here in this video game for something that is kind of spinning off a movie as much as anything like it's very much using the MCU films as a kind of platform of recognition but yet it stands on its own so well. So I'm sure I haven't listened to the spoiler cast yet. I haven't got there. I'm sure you folks have fawned over it enough. Um, I'm just I'm just absolutely loving coming home in the afternoon, just spending time amongst that banter, banter that is actually genuinely enjoyable and not yeah, not pushing the envelope, not 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 bridging on cringe territory. But enough about that. I'll, I'll just sour my impression there by saying I fucking hate the gameplay, and we'll move on. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> very nice, Here very nice. he butted it up just to slap me in the face. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that writing is really bloody good. It is. It's excellent. It really is. Holly, what have you been playing the past couple of weeks? I've just been like replaying Overcooked. Just something simple. Well, even though it's nice. stressful. But there's a nice... Is it... Um, do you play... Can you play that online? You can. Play online. Do you play online or do you, do you play solo? I play um, locally. So. That's uh, that's mad. Like uh, I did it once and I was like, nah, it's too much i need someone else to yell at like while i'm mm. playing that game to, to get See, through you, you both have nailed it so like holly mentions it's stressful and zach's mentioned that it's a game that makes him want to yell at people that, like <laughs> it's a great game but i can't play it for those reasons because it truly <laughs> does bring out that part of me i want to yell i want to be throwing the controller i don't it brings out a part of me i don't like and it stresses me out so much but it's a totally great game mm, i just it's a great game <laughs> how do you how do you manage your stress when the game is so good at bringing it out? Mm. It's tough. You yell. Yeah, but you yell. But I'm not... I'm, uh, I like to think I'm a pretty quiet and reserved person, but... Nah, I mean, nah, 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 nah. Adam will have something to say there. That's not on, mate. Um, <laughs> I know the yeah, truth. Nice. You can't lie to me. You've seen me at my worst. <laughs> um... Remind me, Holly, you have an Xbox Series X? Uh, no, mm. I have a PlayStation 5. Oh, right. Uh, okay, well, that answers that question about Halo then. <laughs> Playing on the PC, has anyone... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, there we go. What do you think? Um, multiplayer's good. I've only just started downloading the campaign because I've been busy the last few days. So I'm hoping nice. to jump into that this weekend. Cool. Yeah, I've played good. a couple of hours. Of the campaign? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I said, because uh, my, my experience, like, I'm not playing it at the moment because I've got this really annoying bug that's worked its way into my save file where all the audio is out of sync by a fraction of a second. It's just slight enough that you spend a lot of time thinking, is it just me? And then you realize uh-huh. it's not just you. And then you try and forget about it. And it just, oh, it's, it's kind of subliminal and very uncomfortable. Just ever so slightly off. But, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not, I don't really enjoy Halo games much, but I understand when people are talking about the nostalgia. One thing I didn't anticipate is it's got that nostalgic difficulty. It's hard. I'm playing it on normal. I'm getting spanked. That's cool. I don't mind it. Take it to me. Yeah. Mm, mm. Well, uh, Kieran Stockton, who's our longtime lover of all things Halo, he put up his review earlier this week. And uh, spoke highly. You did. He did not not as highly as, as I was expecting mm. at first. Um, I'll quickly read his uh, final thoughts or his summary here. Uh, Halo's Infinite campaign closes a few doors and opens some others. And even if the open world stylings could be better integrated into the overarching gameplay design, it's a title that pays homage to the past while looking to the future. <clears throat> the refined and addictive multiplayer is a certifiable breath of fresh air even if the menacing wind of microtransactions blow simultaneously 8 out of 10. Hmm. Um, I think, yeah, when I was uh, chatting with him, yeah, the open world didn't fit and I think towards the end of the game it kind of just, like the game drops it a bit. Um and yeah, the the battle pass system and the progression system has been railed online, which I think they're they're making changes there. Valid. Um, Adam, what have you been playing? Uh, I've ducked into a bit of Halo, not the the story, but the multiplayer. Which, aside from the the progression and the battle pass, that's a pretty cool thing that it's just free to play because it definitely is a core. Halo multiplayer experience through and through and it's a shitload of fun if you you play it with a few friends. Um, I've also been playing some Battlefield because I'll be playing that weekly for the next, well, the foreseeable future. Uh, a little bit of Apex and a little bit of Rocket League. So all of my comfort games for these last few weeks just because it's been real busy at work and instead of playing games, I've been watching movies with Key. So just slotting in games where I can. Very social games too, eh? Yeah, I haven't been. If all of my all of my mates that I usually get together with have been mainly busy of evenings, but they get like an hour or two, kind of late at night to play games. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's how I'm going to interact with them for the these these last few weeks of the year. So I've just got to you just got to get it in where you can. I think that's admirable. Nice. Um, what about you, Mr. Jackson? What about me? It isn't fair, as they say. Um, um, I have played one thing that I can talk about. Well, I haven't played anything else that I can't talk about, but uh, I reviewed Beyond a Still Sky, which I think we did briefly chat about the previous week, maybe? Anyway, um, so yeah, the, that review's up. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, you can go and read it there. Basically, it's... Um, the uh, follow-up to Beneath a Still Sky, which came out 27 years ago. It's by Revolution Software. Has anybody played that? Nathan is probably the only one I think that might even know it, let alone have played it. 
Have you played no, it? I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get working on mm. uh, DOSBox because I think it's technically freeware now. So you, you can actually pick up Beneath the Seal Sky for free. It's just a matter of getting yeah. it running because it's such an old title. Um, I didn't get it running well enough to recall any of it, except that I really liked the how it's like illustrated and presented. It's like really cool for its time. Um, yeah, so I can't really weigh in on it. But I know that it was no, a pretty no, no. important title. Yeah, it was super popular. I, I'd actually never played it. And like Revolution, one of my favorite developers. But that, that game, I just, I was too young when it came out. And I just never, ever got around. There's actually, in the interview that I'm doing, uh, Charles uh, Cecil, he actually talks about how that game got ported to PC. It's actually pretty interesting. It was like... Ported to PC? It wasn't originally PC? Uh, sorry, sorry. To... um. New PCs, sorry, to like Windows. Oh, uh, like right. Not MS, not, um, my brain's had a meltdown. Was it? MS, DOS? DOS the game. Yeah. yeah, so DOS. And um, apparently, like, yeah, like modders or something like that, they basically took it and made it work with Windows. Like it wasn't even the studio. Oh, wow. So they were yeah, like, right. and, and that's why it's free, I think, from memories, because they're like, well, we didn't do any of this work. We can't really charge for a game that we didn't. That's admirable. Port so. Um, anyway, yeah. So that interview will hopefully be up next week. It's just a whopper. Was uh, it, quick question. Here you go. Yep. W- would you play the original? Like, did Beyond a Steel Sky uh, interest you enough? Yes, yes. But I read. I did like a speed watch ah. of it before playing. Yeah. Beyond a Steel Sky, so I watched like an like an in depth video where, where they talk about it, and it sort of just gives you like all the main plot points and stuff. So yeah, you've had the cliff notes. Given I can't even find time to play any games, um, I don't know if I'll find time to go back and play that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Beneath a Steel Sky, uh, sorry, Beyond a Steel Sky is set ten years after the events of Beneath a Steel Sky. Um, the main uh, protagonist is Robert Foster. Uh, if we haven't spoken about this before, it's because A, he was fostered, B, they found a can of fosters uh, in the wasteland or in uh, the gap, so they call him that, and in the interview, I actually brought a can of fosters to the interview with uh, with old <laughs> mate, and he, uh, I think I might have said, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not, but fosters actually sent them a cease and desist to stop using fosters um, in the game which was uh, pretty good. But then he uh, basically crapped on me by saying that I bet you they'd wish their beer was in the game now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, it's um, it's like a point, it's like an adventure game, like an old school style adventure game in the body of a third person adventure now. So rather than having the static sort of point and click games like, like Broken Sword, which they do develop, it's sort of, it's like a behind the shoulder viewpoint um but the mechanics are still fairly point and clicky without having like the cursor so you, you go up to an item you hover over it and you push it and you interact with it kind of thing um a the story is that a child from your village out in the gap which is what, what they call oh so, sorry the other main thing which is why they find a foster's can is because it's set in australia um so that's worth worth knowing uh but basically yeah so uh a child from uh, the main guy's village gets abducted and then he then makes it his business to go and 
find him and it takes him back to this city that he that he left 10 years ago and he left his AI best mate Joey in charge uh, to run it and make everyone you know smiling and and happy make the perfect place to to live anyway uh, he's uh, there's a new uh, organization in, in charge it's not him anymore uh, so there's like a council that that run it now uh, and basically the whole the 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 story is about finding out what happened to this child and there's obviously like a, a deeper and darker secret that's going on and you have to solve it and you do that by doing puzzles and the main puzzle is this um it's like a tool that lets you hack a bunch of so a bunch of the objects in the world uh you can hack them with your little device right so things like androids or doors so you um, the really cool thing about it is it's all based on like a, a social status. So like you have like the more, I think it's the more happier that you are or the more good deeds you do, the, the higher your, your social status is. So, and then, you know, that'll give you access to certain areas of, of the world. Uh, like there's like a VIP room in a coffee shop, for example. So you have to have a certain amount of kudos as they call it to actually get into this room but, but what you can do is with this tool you can actually hack the door to switch the uh, systems around so if you're refused it opens kind of thing um, so that's what you know and, and there's other little things like that that you can do but that's they're like the main puzzles it's pretty cool it does get a little bit repetitive maybe towards the end because um, it is it does feel a little bit overused maybe um, otherwise it's like uh, little like typical adventure game puzzles where you got to like lure a bird with a sausage, for example. Um, that you, you know, you've you know you, you've got to acquire this sausage to lure the birds away to get another item, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 all pretty fun. The writing is fantastic. So adventure games especially ones that are done by revolution and, and charles Jessel, and that's why like, I, I love him and his games a lot because his writing is so witty it's charming it's mm. funny without being like again in a different style to to guardians but it's it's just really really well done and uh, like the voice acting is is great and the, like the soundtrack is great the artwork um so this is the other big draw card of this game uh, is the artwork is done by dave gibbons of who did the watchman comics um it's Definitely got like a graphic novel style. It does feel a little bit dated. Some of the character models are a bit stiff, um, but it, but it, it looks good. Like there like there are times where it does look quite quite good, but some of the models are just are a bit are a bit are a bit rough. Clocked it in about twelve ish hours, I think. About that, um, ran fine on the PS Five. Whenever I would go downstairs, it would like chug pretty hard. Um, but but. But apart from that, it was it was it was pretty much it was pretty fine. But yeah, just back onto on the social status thing. This is actually one of the reasons why the game is sort of set in Australia, sort of. Um, and this is in my interview. But the social so normally when you're rich and stuff, you're up the top, right? But they've flipped it around. So they're like you know because they're based in, in Britain, they're like let's flip the world upside down and it's set in Australia kind of thing. So let's do that to society. So all the rich people are on the ground, so in this like in this like metropolis city, all like the 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 poor people are up the top where like all like the smog and all that stuff is. So it's sort of a different spin on, um, 
on society, which is kind of cool. I wonder what that does to the old saying, um, you know, like shit rolls downhill, because that, you know, that was a, <laughs> a bit of a take on like how the Romans would always live above the peasantry. So yeah. all their latrines and that would roll downhill. Yeah. So you got the people in the clouds dropping dookies on the rich. I don't know. One could hope. Maybe, maybe there's like a, um, like a vacuum tunnel system where you, you do it like I mean it's set in the it's set in like a dystopian future so, so maybe you put in like this little tunnel shoot thing mate. and it shoots it up shoots it up into the maybe. Oh, do you see any know. futuristic vacuums now you've caught my attention mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think oh you actually do one of the characters that you uh, utilise in the game actually takes on the body of a of a vacuum I mean and, he, and there's a quite a funny joke in there, um, yeah, which I'm not going to repeat here for uh, for spoilers. Also, the fact that I can't remember. Um, He's just hanging. But yeah, eight out of ten. Uh, go read the review. Let's get stuck into um, game awards. That's you know that's pretty much why we're here. All right, let's quickly go through the winners. I don't. If anyone wants to talk about any of the. Categories, let me know. Now, I'm going to skip esports because, no offense, but. Because they pretty much skipped it as well. They crammed that all <laughs> yep. into about a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Does that take us to action? Uh, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Which we've got most anticipated game, which was towards the end of the show, but that's fine. So, most, ant- most anticipated game. Uh, was Elden Ring, and the nominees were God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild 2, and Starfield. Uh, so Elden Ring took that out for the second year running. Best debut indie game uh, went to Canterbury Bridge of Spirits. Uh, Australia's Artful Escape and Forgotten City were robbed. Uh, content created the year, no thank you. Best multiplayer game, uh, It Takes Two, won that. Uh, best sports racing game was Horizon. Oh, Horizon. Forza Horizon 5. Best Sim Strategy Game, Age of Empires 4. Best Family Game, also It Takes 2. Uh, best Fighting Game, Guilty Gear Strive. Best Role Playing Game, Tales of Arise. Represent. I was gunning for best that. Very pleased. Best Action Adventure Game. Um, Just quickly, Metroid. before we move on from Best RPG, you're playing Shin Megami Tensei 5 right now, aren't you, Nathan? I am. I'm around 60 hours in. So between that and Tales of Arise, because they were competing head to head, what are your thoughts between the two? Look, I think in terms, I, I think Shimagami Tensei Five has extremely limited appeal. It's very much directed at quite a narrow audience. I think Tales has a much broader appeal. It was made to have that broader appeal. So I think in terms of the game awards, you probably don't want to pick the niche as the winner. I, I guess you're probably looking for the one that has the broad appeal that's still pretty decent. In which case. Yeah, I think Tails wins that category pretty well. But my, my personal RPG for the year is, yeah, it's probably Shimagami Tensei Five. but I think most... I wouldn't be in a hurry to recommend it to most as it is aggressively niche. And Tails doesn't have big green dicks, so... No big green too. dicks. I was just reading up on that just quickly. Um, uh, apparently <laughs> that big green dick for Five, they've tried to model all their monsters on gods of mythology. They've tried to pretend the big green dick is modelled on a god of mythology. It's not... It, I, it's funny. I think they tried to link it to something in China or something, but it's just, it's tenuous at best, but nah, good effort to try. He's a cock. We all know it. 
interesting, careful Japanese. Uh, <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, best action game went to Returnal. Ah, okay. I think we should quickly, yeah? Yeah, huh? Yeah. You, you guys can go for it. Uh, well, yeah. sorry, we did sort of say Metroid Dread. Do you want to just jump? Yeah, so action adventure was Metroid Dread, which yeah. Yeah. personally I would have gone more in the in the flavor of Ratchet and Clank, but I'm with you. Yep. Each each to their own, but yeah. yeah if I'm, I mean, I'm glad that Returnal won an award. It hurts me a little bit that it didn't even get nominated for top prize, <laughs> and that it didn't take out another award further on up that we'll we'll have a chat about. But completely deserved any award that it was gonna it was gonna receive. That game is absolute class. Look and at what is competing in so back for blood like. Yeah, <laughs> it's such it's a thin field, man. I don't even know why oh. Back for Blood was nominated. If we're being brutally honest, Deathloop's in there. Deathloop's Back a worthy yeah. contender. Yeah, I was surprised to six. see that it it beat out Deathloop. Yeah. Uh, did Simulio was was he the one that presented the action award for Eternal? I think he was the Shang Chi yes. star. Yeah, yeah. That that made me grin. I like that he. Uh, he sort of play, played his announcement oh. a little bit differently. When he was like, yeah. is that the guy who was looking at Twitch? Yeah, he's, I mean, it yeah. was hokey, right? Oh, I'm watching Halo, yeah. but I was like, yeah, you know, it's cute. At the time, I'm sure most people in the audience are feeling the same. So it was endearing. And it was nice. I was glad that it took out that award, at the very least. A concession. Absolutely. Uh, best VR, AR, Resident Evil 4. Deserved. Innovation, innovation in excess, uh, in excess, in accessibility. Uh, Forza Horizon Five. Yes, that was. Out, I don't know. That was a stacked, yeah. stacked field as well because both Guardians, Guardians has amazing accessibility options, especially. So does Ratchet, I think, doesn't it? Correct. Ratchet has some of the best accessibility options in any game that I've ever played. So that again would have been my takeaway. But I also haven't played enough of Forza Horizon Five and haven't tinkered around enough with it to to really comment. But. Yeah, it's it's just cool to see that that category is as stacked as it is. I think that's fantastic that there's conversation around who did it best. I think that's great. Love to see it. So, Adam, you'll have to do some homework and have a, have a quick look at the accessibility options in Forza because it is amazing. They've basically Good. allowed you to tweak every little thing so you can basically have the game playing itself and it requires most minimal input without being patronising, without taking anything from you. It's done so tastefully. They've nailed it. There was a even though the category Amazing. was stacked, it was a shoe in for them, which is great. You'd Brilliant. love to see it. Good on it. Excellent work. Uh, best community support went to Final Fantasy fourteen online. Best mobile game went to Genshin Impact. Oh, Genshin. Impact. Genshin. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, best indie went to. Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. No. <laughs> now, I don't want to be I don't want to be shitting on Kenna because I think the game is good, but I think it stops at good. Whereas I think Death's Door is phenomenal. And I know Ash Whaling would have been tearing his hair out that Inscription didn't get the the big dub, but yeah, the fact that Death's Door didn't take out any awards is is a little bit heartbreaking to me. And Kenna is it is a, it is a good game. It's a great first outing. They won another award that I completely agree with. 
But yeah, I feel like Death's Door really probably deserved this one. Well, they won both best indie and best first indie. First indie. Yeah, best best first title. I think is is pretty deserved because it's it's a massive achievement, especially graphically. Like the game is completely gorgeous, but it definitely feels like a first game. And yeah, I don't think it. I don't think best indie why it was fitting but you know good for them even still ember lab did a great job so good for, good them. for them best ongoing game went to final fantasy 14 online game sort impact life is strange true colors best audio design forza horizon 5 score and music went to near replicant version bunch of fucking numbers best art direction <laughs> death loop best narrative marvel's guardians of the galaxy we want to talk about that yeah Absolutely. I think that's a great shout because the the story to that and how it's told and how it takes these ridiculous characters in this ridiculous setting and then gives a really great grounded narrative is fantastic. And like Nathan said, the writing is impeccable. You love all the characters. They interact with each other well. And yeah, I, I couldn't be happier that it got nominated let alone took out the award i think that's fantastic controversially not controversially the writing is too good for what it is like it's yeah. a, it's a tie-in property and it's just got so much wit and confidence anyway best game direction death loop which i actually agree with yeah that's having, fair having not played returnal or psychonauts 2 yet no nah, um, it's, it's right. good so the two ones that i think we're gonna touch on uh best performance which is um like your voice acting motion capturing uh performance the winner went to maggie robertson as lady dimitrescu or however you say it for resident evil village beating out wait what didn't you all might even get nominated no 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 oh. No, she did not. Jane Perry, who voice act, she's the voice actor for Celine in Returnal, didn't even get a shout for this, and I think that is absolute hot garbage. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyone who disagrees can meet me outside. I think. Uh, I will say though, Maggie Robertson's speech was was very nice. Was very oh, she's speech. yeah, she and her. Her work was really good, but she was also in it for a fucking cup of coffee. And the other, like, I, I haven't even played Deathloop and the voice acting in that game I know is absolutely top notch. It like is the, fantastic. Both of the the actors that were nominated from Deathloop did an absolutely fantastic job. And you're around them a lot longer and they have to convey a lot more with their speech. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas old lady D, whether it was a, an amazing performance or a terrible one, I don't think it would have changed that much because it was definitely more about the, uh, uh, the visuals with lady D. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's, I think she, she did a great job and she seems like a really, uh, a really cool person and yeah, her speech was great, but returnal again, where's it at? Uh, have All you right. dabbled with Village, Holly? Uh, slight amounts, not a lot. 
Have you gotten through Lady Matresque's arc? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what do you think of the award? Deserved? Um, yeah. She did a good job. Like, I've watched, I like watching the behind the scenes where they show her motion capturing and stuff. And it's... Very much. It's very yes. good, like, how she does it and the comparison between behind the scenes and an in-game and how it came to life. But I do agree, having played Deathloop a lot more, that the two actors in that are very engaging and as well with each other it's they bounce off each other so well which is i think they maybe one of them might have deserved it but i think maggie it's a shame you can't to both no, no, I yeah, well, that, well that's the problem isn't it because yeah. didn't that happen last year with ellie and mm. and abby because it was like they were both really good both but really they good, gave yeah. it to they gave it to abby i think didn't they yeah, yeah laura bailey yeah um so yeah, like it's that'd be tough. Like if you'd give it to um, Juliana and you know, and then Cole doesn't get it, but or you know, give it to Cole. But they both like they both deserve it. So maybe they were like, you know, what's what's the what's the easy one here? Give but it like to even either. like seeing like <laughs> like like Gene Carlo. Like I I don't think he was that. I mean, like you know, he's an actor, so he's good. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a good point that you've raised, though. So, yeah, you've got voice actors, and then you get actors and put them in a voice actor role, but it's not the same. Like, it doesn't immediately transfer. It's a different skill. Because Um, the other thing for him is he was actually himself. So I feel like these people put on voices and they take personas and stuff, whereas he is just his regular actor self kind of He's playing type. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the um, so the act, actress that won. Did you say her name was Maggie? Was it Maggie? Yeah, Maggie Robertson. Yeah, uh, make a quick mention of her outfit. Um, yeah, that was a stunner. She wore that with uh, confidence. So it was she wore a sort right of yeah. I can't remember. It was um kind of like a studded sequin. It wasn't sequin, but it was a studded dress that was remember. kind of an off, almost a. I want to say it was almost, it was a bit of a drab color, so it wouldn't have looked great on many people. But she's quite tall, and she was in heels, so she wore that with a lot of confidence. Anyway, I thought it was a very bold outfit for that award show. So that was, I think, in terms of outfits, because it is. Remember, it is an award show. Someone has to talk about the outfits. Definitely, hers uh, is one of the notable ones. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. That is, yeah, that's that's uh, a show stealer, and I mean that with that all is. due respect. Yeah, that's not something that you uh, see. On the, at the Game Awards, so shout outs to her for uh, doing that. All right, I'm gonna yeah, she killed stage. it. Good on her. All right, here we are. Um, all right, the big one, Game of the Year, which went to It Takes Two. What do we think of this? Because I think we were pretty split when we spoke about it last time on what we thought would win um, or who we wanted to win. Um, I think we, I don't know, I think I said Deathloop would, I thought Deathloop would win. I can't remember. What does everyone think about It Takes Two? I, I feel like there's, there's no bad result here, really. Correct. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think it deserves it as much as any of the others. And I definitely, I, I loved my time with it. And I think you have to take into account the... The, f- the feeling the game gives you and what it sets out to do and how it achieved that. Cause I played it with my, my partner and it, it definitely provides a different experience than any of those other games that are, 
on that list. So, I mean, it's it's unique. It was really well executed. It's also just a shitload of fun. Mm. So, nah, I think more more power more power to them. I think it's it's definitely not the. I don't think it was anyone's favorite going in. At least from the the well played crew, I can say that pretty safely because I think we were all in agreement that Deathloop was probably the front runner. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. Good for good on Hazelight. Is it? I have no real knowledge of past winners apart from like the past couple of years. But would this be the first multiplayer game to win Game of the Year? Hmm. And I don't in mean recent like, memory, yeah. And I, like, and I don't mean like COD that has single player and no, I know what you mean. I, mean. I mean just multiplayer, like a core multi experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. We'll, uh, we'll fact check that a bit later, but uh, I I I'm glad for, like for them, but um, it, there were parts of that game I think that just dragged just a touch, just just a little just a little bit. Um, I think Death Deathloop from what I played, like I, I finished It Takes Two, but I haven't finished Deathloop. I feel like Deathloop was probably the deserved winner out of that list, which is which is why I said it earlier in the week. But yeah. It takes two is definitely a uh, worthy winner. Yeah, so the last multiplayer game to win Game of the Year was Overwatch in 2016. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just on that point, like I don't. So yeah, it was not. It takes two was nobody's pick here, personal pick for for what was nominated. What, what were our picks? So it sounds like Zach's leaning towards Deathloop, which isn't my pick. But what I mean from from the list from from the Hound. nominees? Yeah. Hound, uh, Hound. What's rephrase the question? Hound, <laughs> let let me ask you the question, then you can ask ask it back to me. <laughs> Are you asking me what is my favourite game out of the ones on the list, or which game I thought would your win? personal pick of the nominees? Okay, so that's it's not Deathloop. Uh, my answer oh, is is Resident Evil. Okay, that sounds more on 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 brand. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Holly? Um, I'd probably say Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that that's also mine of the picks. Loved it. Yeah. Same for me. But in yeah. saying that, I think, because having played, I think all of those titles, not to completion, but a good chunk at least, they've all got their flaws. So I think they're all on a fairly even playing field. Hmm. Nice. Yep, I'm with you. Cool. Oh, shout out to Hazelight for winning game of the year. Will they take home well played game of the year? We'll have to tune in a couple weeks to find out. Let's go through the reveals. <sighs> Fuck. All right. So <laughs> take a deep breath, mate. <laughs> There's a bit. Um, it was okay. Let's quickly go quickly talk about the actual show first. Uh, who agrees here that it was too long? Yes. Absolutely. It went for almost my entire shift at work, which I was watching it on the sly, which is just outrageous. <laughs> like wow. even the even the pre-show, which was about half an hour long, which 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 I know is not long, but that in itself, this like the announcement that that, that they had could have been its own thing. Like that could have been like a, a yesterday, yeah. let's do like a little mini pre-game game awards you know real hmm. 
rather than tack it on to the start of it and just drag it on even longer. But yeah, because um, it, was it wasn't fluffing around. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, like, yeah, like my uh, my pick of the of the uh, show pretty much was in the pre-show, and it made a good uh, first showing. So why hide well, it there? You know, I it's know. a good. Mm. Well, that's what I said in the in our post that we've got with all the all the announcements that uh, Adam and I have worked on. So pat on the back. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, um, I was saying that um, if I'd have missed it because I was like waiting for twelve o'clock because I was like, oh, pre-show. The pre-show is always junk. Like, who cares about that? But I sat down at like at like ten to uh, or like quarter to 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 twelve, and it was like the second or third thing that that was on. I was like, fuck, like, if I'd have missed that, oh, Jeffy boy, what a DDoSed you. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's, um, but yeah, so, that's we a all agree, threat. all agree that the show was too long, but it was good though, it wasn't like, like, like the show itself was, like, was actually pretty good, but, it, it loses its effect a little bit by dragging on. But there's, there's certainly a formula to it though, which I think, Sony's, I think, got the formula pretty, pretty well down pat. Xbox is still finding it out, but it starts off hot, then sort of keeps it going for a little bit, then sort of dies in the ass a little bit, and then normally ends pretty strong, um, which I think this did. But this, I think, that lull in the middle was longer than it was long. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's quickly go through. Holly, before we get started, what did you make of the uh, whole whole show? Because you were with us uh, watching it as well. Mm, I was bouncing between and, yeah, it was, it was long. Like you said, the pre-show, they could have just had like a string of trailers beforehand. Because there were some in there that, you know, they announced yesterday that um, Chivalry 2 was going to be have a free weekend. So it was just all this extra mm. stuff that. Did we need it? Maybe not. No. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So kicking <clears throat> kicking things off was Tunic, which is the Xbox and PC little uh, adventure game featuring that cute little fox. I think it was announced at like an E3, like a one of the Xbox E3 showings a couple of years ago. I know that Kieran Rebrouge has been pretty hot for this for a while. Uh, it's coming, excuse me, it's coming in March, sorry, on March 16, 2022. Uh, thoughts on this? That trailer Jesus, sorry. really took me by surprise. I thought it was a fairly grounded Zelda-like, but that trailer was very big, bombastic, and sort of mm. implying there's going to be some very big set-piece moments, and I'm really keen to see what's next. It surprised me. I am i don't know what to expect from this game now. It's... It's big. I feel like the people who enjoyed Ratchet and Clank would uh, enjoy this for some reason. No, I think you'd be onto something there. There's definitely <laughs> a lot of crossover appeal, you know. It's it's cutesy in its own way, but also not afraid to break some mm. vases and get a bit, bit action-packed. I like it. Uh, sorry, let me go back to the thing. Uh, King of Fighters 15, that was announced, uh, and it is coming on February 17 to all consoles apart from Nintendo Switch and PC. We then got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, trailer uh, for a video game adaptation, which is coming from Sumo Digital. They didn't. They basically shared fuck all details. 
Um, so, but I'm I'm curious to see how this is going to be a game, basically. Like, I, exactly. I, uh, is it going to be like a Freddy? Not Freddy Got Fingered. What's that? Friday the Thirteenth. See, you had something there. You could have just said not Freddy Krueger. But Jesus Christ. Uh, to answer your question, yes, that's what I think it would have to be. Is that asymmetric multiplayer? <laughs> similar to Friday the 13th or Predator Hunting Grounds. Mm. I actually um, forgot. Um, didn't Sumo there. did do the Friday the 13th? No, it was... Um, no, it was no. Il, Ilphonics. Ah. Ilphonic, who who did Dead Alliance. Shout out to Kate yep. 3. Um, yeah, I've Dead Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Sumo weird. did do that, uh, that kick-ass hood game that, uh, that you enjoy, that Zach. Yeah, it was a good time. It was well, a good time. I gave it six. Sackboy. Also did Sackboy. Yeah, Sackboy's good. This so, is actually, yeah. well, there's a bunch of different sumos. This is Sumo Newcastle, so I don't know if it's the same one. Anyway, uh, Homeworld 3 got revealed as well. Uh, anyone keen on that one? Yeah. I, um, I've always had a passing interest. I've always got a passing interest in sci-fi space rts games even though i can't play any of them for shit so i'm excited <laughs> to that someone else is going to enjoy it and i'll enjoy it vicariously through them nice that's the way yeah. uh the expanse uh sorry telltale are doing a video game adaptation of the tv show the expanse that really mm. surprised me i that mm. was not would never have been on any bingo card i would have had why the expanse is getting a telltale adaptation i don't know but isn't I'm keen for it. It's a bizarre IP to, for them to adapt. It's so strange, isn't it, it? It is. And look, it could go either way, honestly, because it is a show that takes itself, in my opinion, way too seriously. I enjoy it, but I don't get the hype. And that seriousness translating to a, a Telltale game series, which itself always tries to adapt their IPs into a serious format. I don't know. Like, it's just a really cheesy IP, the expanse in its own way. So I'm keen for it. They... But even the character, like the character, it's a prequel to the show and the character that they're okay. centering on is, I wouldn't say the most interesting character in the series at all. So we'll say I will be watching this one. Nice. Uh, Babylon's Fall, Shit. the co-op game from Platinum Games is coming on March 3, 2022, uh, PS5, PS4 and PC looks sure looks interesting looks, looks it? fine no, it's a no game so you, you kind of know what to expect but yeah i don't know i'll keep my eye on it because the their combat is always pretty solid but it doesn't immediately grab me like it doesn't have a it doesn't have anything that really gets my attention but we'll see it doesn't if I if you didn't know that this was worked on by Platinum Games, would you know that it's a Platinum Games game? No, absolutely. Yeah, it it not. feels like a B team effort. I'm not keen for mm. it, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Holly, were you going to say something? Um, I'm always down for co-op games, but I'll keep an eye on it. See how it goes. Also, a good point. It's it's one. It could easily be one of those that you get in with a couple of mates, and it could be a blast. So, very good point. It's um. Just quickly, on, on everyone's sort of reaction to this game, I wonder if that's why it's found itself in the old pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, as I said, pre-shows, eh, never mind. It was good. Yeah. 
Chivalry 2, House Aberfall, Aberfell, sorry. Uh, so it's a multiplayer game. I've never played this, so I have no idea if this is any good uh, or not. Chivalry kicks all kinds of ass. The game <laughs> is fucking ridiculous in the best way. And I played Chivalry, Sh- Chivalry 2 um, when it launched on consoles. I played it for like two weeks, had a blast, and then didn't touch it again. But as soon as I saw the gameplay for the, the the dipshit modes that they're like stealing livestock in in a multiplayer mode. Yeah, no, nah, I'm mm. I'm back in. I'm back on that for sure. Looks nah. like a time. Tasmanian uh, through and through. Stealing livestock. I'm down. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Get me some chooks. Uh Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Uh this is a new Monster Hunter Rise expansion. Uh that brings a new location. And some monsters and shit that you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> you could see that trailing off. That was great. A game where you hunt some monsters and shit. <laughs> Shouts. Shouts to Jordan. He'll <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll love us and our enthusiasm for this. Uh, there's a, uh, thanks. There's a few people at Well Played that like their monster hunters. I'll be a bit, a bit yeah, salty here. That's yeah, all right. Not us. Over it. No. Nah. Um, and there's thirsty sailors. I actually have only thirsty sailors. Did I get thirsty <laughs> sailors? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I want I that you. game, but also thirsty suitors. I told you I'm fucking cooked, mate. I, per- um, I personally, this is a highlight of the show for me. But go on. Oh no, yes, I did see this. Sorry, I lie. I watched this. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, this was cool. Uh, yeah. So thirsty suitors. Is a unique adventure title published by Annapurna and developed by Adeloop, who did the bird game, um, Falcon Age, I'm pretty sure. Yes, correct. Mind. Yes, cool. Yep. Um, uh, so, yes, sorry. So, Thirsty Suitors has you playing as Yala. I think that's how, would, how you say that. No one's correcting me. That but should be she, about right, I think. Go with it. Skateboards, cooks, and takes part, uh, takes part in turn-based battles in order to confront her mistakes and become the person she wants to be. Uh, I don't think there's any date given for this, though. Was there? Nah, not yet. But no, game looks just... very solid. Very keen to, to see where that one goes. I, I, I really get tickled when I see a sense of a sense of humour come through in a video game that doesn't feel like it's um, trying to pull from memes or anything like that. Like, it's, it's very confident in its own humour, and this is definitely it. And it's very cultural humour. And yeah. I I like that a lot. I'm I'm very keen to see what kind of twists on. The, I'm guessing it's it's kind of desi as fuck. So um, I'm I don't have a lot to do with these cultures, but I've got enough of an interest to see that this is going to be very entertaining. It looks very entertaining. Trailer's hilarious. Holly, did you have any thoughts on this one? It looks pretty good, and I didn't see much of it because of trying to bounce between work and. Watching, but yeah, Classic. it looks quite entertaining. Nice. Well, next up is probably the biggest one, equal biggest one, sorry, sorry <laughs> of the uh, show, My Mate Evil West. Yeah. Uh, so this looks, when this got first got announced, I was like, okay, this is up my alley big time, but, but I know that I have a, <laughs> I have a type. And that type is a, a hard six or a, or a, or a generous seven. 
out of 10. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about video games, mate. <laughs> so, this could easily have fallen into that. But this looks really cool. This looks, um, this looks better than what I expected in a good way. Yes. Not that I thought it was, it was going to be shit, but I thought it might be a little bit janky. And and I mean, it looks a little bit jank, but um, but no, Flying Wild Hog normally do some pretty some pretty tight stuff. And yeah, I'm I'm all for it. It's uh, yeah, we got like a little bit of a look at the at the combat. Um, so just quick, quickly, Evil West is like a Western vampire co-op uh, game, supernatural shooter adventure game. Um, so basically you play as this uh, cowboy vampire hunter guy called Jesse. I can't remember the last name of him. Uh, and yeah, you got like, it looks like you got like a, like a robot arm that like basically fists the shit out of vampires to kill them. And then you got like a electric, I don't even know what the fuck that is, like an electric thing on your arm that you can shock people. And then you got guns and you can do it in co-op and it looks fucking rad. So... Give it to yeah. me. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like your typical Zach Jackson game. I'm in. Nice. Nice. Uh, we've got a window, which is uh, 2022. Uh, it was meant to come out this year, but uh, it's been pushed back to uh, 2022. Then we've got um, Have a Nice Death, which I will admit yes. I was busy writing up Evil West when this came out, so I didn't actually watch this. And I still haven't watched it. Adam, you want to take this one? You should go out of your way to watch it because it looks really good. It's a, a 2D platforming action roguelike that has has me feeling like a cross between something like Dead Cells and Death's Door. It looks like a, a combo of the two because you play as Death or the Grim Reaper and the world has kind of gone to shit and there are way too many souls coming into the afterlife. He's just bogged down with work and he's overworked. So he's going down to earth to sort out his employees for killing too many people, which I think is a, a really novel concept. And I, I really like that kind of dark humor. And I think the gameplay looked very, very slick. So I'm all kinds of keen for this one. And the nice. art style is gorgeous. It's hand-drawn. So nice. fuck yeah. Nice. Uh, it's coming to, wait, is it, is it an early access game? Uh, yeah, so it'll be an early access. I think it's early next year. It's going yeah, to be cool. early access for PC, but they haven't given a release date in any release date information as of yet. Cool. Uh, then we've got Planet of Lana, which actually looks really, really cool. Uh, it's like a hand-painted side-scroller uh, that shows the game's protagonist traversing a vast desert filled with threatening machines. Yeah, so it's a, it's a puzzle platformer that got announced, I think, last year, but we got a, a oh, cheeky little snippet of it. Um during the game awards and it looks gorgeous. Like the visuals are very, very impressive. Uh, but yeah, we haven't seen too much of it, which I kind of like, so I'm, I'm keen to keep an eye on it for now. Um, Holly, any of those three, Evil West, Death Store, no, the Death Store, sorry, Have a Nice <laughs> Death and Planet of Lana, take uh, your fancy? Uh, Evil West probably, you know, get a Hell yeah. fist and vampires. <laughs> That's it, buddy. Yeah. No, it, looks, it looks like a good, like, not hack, you know, time. like a hack and slash, but obviously it punch and shoot. Yeah. yeah. It just looks like a oh, fun I, game to play with. I meant to things. ask, have, oh. has anyone played Dark Watch? I know the one yeah. and I know I, I, I know why you brought it up. It's the it's same fun. concept. 
Because it's like a fucking... You've got an yeah. art book for Dark Watch? Of course he has an art book for Dark Watch. It's, it's like him and two other people. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> It's that, the most niche Zach Jackson product you know ever. That's okay, so niche. Hang on, hang on. I didn't no, even know uh, anyone played that game. I fucking love that game. Adam. <laughs> what? You will love this. All right, think, go on. I think, I think if you can get the reference, the main character's name is Jericho. Excellent. So it is he, like three boxes for me, yeah. So I used to be... Does he have a, a sparkly character. jacket as well? Um... No, but it does have a it does have a jacket. I actually want to go and buy Dark Watch and play it now. Anyway, um, sorry, I thought we actually wrapped up the pre-show, but I went I went a bit. I'm being a bit dirty on Dark Watch. I when I played it on PS2, I actually enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah it was good time. <laughs> it just was, I, was I didn't think it was Cap- a great game, but I enjoyed it. It was a uh, Capcom, I think. Oh. Um, sorry. Yeah, so Persona Four Arena Ultimax. Is, uh, was the last one for the, the pre-show. I think that's a weird one. Because I'm pretty it's sure mental. I own that on PS3. Well, it's... So it's continuing the story from Persona 4 Golden, but it's a fighting game. Like, but it's a 2D fighting game. Isn't... Didn't this already come out? Like, I swear I own this on PS3. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Because they bought out a couple of Persona fighting games on PS3, Xbox 360. He's about to blow this wide open. Don't yeah, know. I do own it. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. It's direct sequel to Persona 4 Arena, which is also a spin-off to Persona 4. I just don't get go. this announcement because nowhere in the announcement do they imply that it's a re-release, remake, remaster. They're just like, oh, here's a couple of ports that's coming out. Well, they don't even say ports. But mm. um, play it. It's good. It's coming on March 17, 2022 to PS4, Switch, and PC. All right, now we're in the main show. Uh, the big boys. Just having a quick scroll here. Yeah, there's a fair bit to talk about, so we'll, we'll sure. try and be as quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll power through most of the filler, but um, this first game, this first game was uh, someone in this group was very, very keen for this. That someone want to step up and take the mic? Yeah, this was uh, this was one of uh, when we did our wish lists that we published a couple of days ago. Now, when this goes live, this was the first one to come to mind because uh, Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two got announced at last year's Game Awards, uh, and the trailer for that was very, very atmospheric and very moody, uh, but it didn't show off much else other than some imagery and Senua having a real either good or shit time. You couldn't quite tell she was chanting and having some moments, but we got our first look at gameplay and it looks absolutely unreal. Like visually it's absolutely ridiculous. Ninja theory, I think have sold their souls to the devil to have visuals that look this good, but also just that dark, really atmospheric tone that was really good in the first one looks like they're just going to blow it out of the water in the second and i genuinely cannot wait to play this game i've got a series s at the moment but a series x will have to be on the cards to be able to to pump this bad boy up a little bit extra to play it because yeah holy smokes did it look good also i'm gonna just correct you on something because i was like i was like no way did it get announced last year you are off your charts mate was it, it two years ago? Yeah, it got announced in 2019. Oh, my God. 
Time is disappearing. <laughs> that's hor- that's horrifying to me. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going back to the link. Cool. Uh, anyone else keen for Hellblade Two? After that trailer, it's hard not to be, eh? Mm. I'm gonna. Have we all played the first one? Yeah. No, but I was not really paying attention when it was on. Right. Go back to the I'm talking about the um. I found the constant talking fucking annoying. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Get in the bin, mate. Get yourself in the bin. So I was like, this is... No bin liner either. Just straight in the <laughs> fucking bin, Zach Jackson. For the filth you are. Um, nah, for real though, you should absolutely play the I, first game. I do want it's to play com- it. it. It's combat leaves a bit to be desired in parts, but mate, it's phenomenal. And yeah, as Nathan said, the voices are definitely intentionally annoying. Mate, I just played... Um, I just played Sherlock Holmes, mate. That had the shittest combat I've ever played. So <laughs> you'll be fine be, then. Can't be any worse than this. I'll, I'll I'll go against Adam there. I I think it's worth experiencing it, but I as because I've played it, I would actually tell people if you don't have time, I think it's probably more enjoyable to watch it than play it. Yeah, that's a fair shout. Because it's a really entertaining watch, but I didn't actually enjoy playing it. Hmm. Ah, see, oh, yeah. I enjoyed playing it, so. Or conflicting reports. Either way, just experience it one way or another. Yeah, and be keen for the second. Right. I'll give it a raise. All right. Another one of uh, Adam's. Back to back, baby. Here. Yeah, back Get to the back fuck here. out of here, Zach. You'll only butcher it. It's Star Wars Eclipse. It's the Quantic Dream game. It'll probably be a little bit shit, but it's set in the Star Wars universe, so I'm so fucking excited. And it's set in the High Republic era. No one here knows what that is or gives a shit. Maybe Nathan. But... Yeah, the trailer was fucking awesome, but so, it's Quantic Dream, so I'm probably getting excited for nothing. So I want to, uh, I want to share you something privately, um, on podcast. If it's the photos, mate, I think I've already got them saved. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you a take about this game, and just get your thoughts on this because it ties into what you're sort of saying about. Um, I hope this is what I think it is. Could be. Anyway, so while you have it, is it's exactly what yeah. I thought it was. Yep. Um, because I was surprised at, at that 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 the company who hands out the Star Wars license, if, if that's, I mean, I'm, I'm I assume it's true because that person is a massive Star Wars fan, so. Um, and given what, what's, what's, uh, gone down, it's a little bit, um, you know, questionable. Anyway, um, Star Wars Eclipse, Holly, are you keen on either of the, these two, Star Wars or Hellblade? Uh, both, but mainly Star Wars, because I absolutely love Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Have you read or interacted with anything from the High Republic era as of yet? Yes. Sounds good. Such forward. a good time. It's a very good time. Um, Adam, I, I've got something to tell you. I, I want to just, I just want to see how you feel about this. But I was chatting with with a guy at work this week, actually, and he goes, "Oh, what do you think of Star Wars?" And I was like, "Overrated as fuck." And he's like, "Yeah, you are the kind of guy that would say that." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he's not wrong, is he? He's very not wrong. I thought, I thought, <laughs> thought you'd enjoy that. 
Shout out to Oscar. I know he's. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to buy him a beer. Fan. Tell him he's a good bloke. Mate, he makes his own barmaids. They look delicious. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Talk him to up. My own heart. Talk him <laughs> up. Um, um, go on. I was just going to say, Holly and Adam must have been working when this big double bill opener came by. I imagine there was a bit of seat squirming, maybe a bit of excitement. Uh, was did you have any colleagues like give you a sideways glance? I'll I'll tell you right now. So I was I work at a call center and I was on a call at the time when I saw Lucas Films oh, no. and I unashamedly put my customer on hold. Oh and no! Just picked up my phone and just watched the trailer. Oh like, no! Oh, oh no! <laughs> fuck so it, you bad. can wait. I don't give right. a shit if you're losing money, mate. I've got Star Wars to watch, so I. I stopped doing my job to watch it. Oh, no. That is respect. Are you a bit more professional, Holly? Uh, yeah, so I was watching it on, um, like, without audio, but I had to turn off closed captions because it was, like, behind and it. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. That's terrible. So I'm, like, watching it, like, like in a room full of people just trying to watch it. And I was like, I, like, I know, I saw Lucas. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, <gasps> I was like, oh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be, like, a sequel to uh, Fallen Order? Is it? And I was like, new game. I was like, oh. Uh, I was ch- yeah, trying to keep it because everyone's very serious, and I'm like, just you're doing the the downward glance. Yeah, that I just kind of had subtle, it like, but it definitely isn't. Yeah. <laughs> subtle, I, did, I was subtle. doing it throughout the show, and someone asked me if I was asleep because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, worse? Do you admit to being asleep, yeah. or do you admit to watching the game awards while you're at work? <laughs> uh, I'm just out watching the game awards. It's fine. Yeah, good call. Lovely. All right, a quick one will power through unless anyone's keen for it is Lost Ark. I didn't yeah. watch this, so I can't even tell you what it is. Open World MMO RPG will be coming to the West February 11th, 2022. It's uh, big in Korea, I think. Yeah, it looked Korean as fuck. I thought it was <laughs> Aeon or like something like that. Moving on. Moving on. Now, this one, Holly's had three out of the first four. No, Hound, wait, sorry, she wasn't keen for, for Hellblade. Sorry, she's had two out of the first four. With uh, this next announcement of Wonder Woman. Uh, but there's not really much to go off. No. It just kind of... Didn't it show just a, like a picture of Wonder Woman? Yeah, it just showed yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. So it's Bay Monolith who did the uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mortal games. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so they're working on a single-player Wonder Woman open-world action game. Oh. Um so, big fan, I assume. Big fan. I saw your... That's big fan. Hey. Nice. One of several nice. Wonder Woman merch. Nice. Huge fan. I'm probably buying it. I don't care what it's games like. I'm buying it in the middle of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I for, love it. For context, See? Holly's just reached over. She's yep. got... It uh, looks to be Wonder Woman paraphernalia littering her desk. Yes, very much. Oh, so yes. Very, very quickly... What did you think of the last film? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was mm. like alright, but it didn't beat the first one. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard that in not as not, not as diplomatic terms. Yeah, I'll watch um, it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. short. Uh, all right, then an, uh, another one, which is an, uh, another rumor game that's been. Uh, that's been meant to be announced several times is uh, Alan Wake 2, which looks yeah. very, very cool. And uh, old mate Sammy Lake, he said that this one's actually going to be a survival horror um, rather than more of an action 
game this time around. So that's very, very cool. Uh, coming in 2023. Anyone, I know that Mark uh, Isaacson is uh, very, very excited about this. He reviewed the remastered uh, Alan Wake for us and gave it a nine, I want to say. But yeah, so this looks very cool. Anyone else excited for the return of Alan? I was excited for the return of Sam Lake. So good to see him up on stage. That guy don't age. He looks handsome. <laughs> he does it. He does not, does he? He's, He's a good-looking guy. Um, did he yeah, do but, the Max Payne face? Well, uh, he, was, he doesn't I have it. to. He just no. Well, he didn't. He didn't give us like that sort of sideways wink to the camera, sort of grimace. But you just can't not see it, can you? It's so good. It's great. He's a very He's a handsome bloke, and I love that they're going full. They're leaning full into the psychological horror, uh, mm. survival horror. Excuse me. Um, hmm. I think it's a mixture of of uh, both. Um, Give me. And then we've got a Sonic the Hedgehog uh, film trailer. Shall we move on that one? I like that. <laughs> you <didn't> like that? <laughs> yeah. No one you like nah, that. I'm with you. I'm with you, Nathan. The first movie it should Better not have been as been. entertaining. Yeah, yeah, by a mile. So I'm secretly a little bit keen for it. I didn't mind the old Jim Carrey pump-up, though. Really? Yeah, what a time. I didn't. Not, not that I understood what what was going on, but... <laughs> just, he's so self-indulgent sometimes, but I don't care. He was entertaining in that film. The, the trailer for the second one just looked great. From start to finish, I thought, this is going to be entertaining. Okay. Just on Big Old Jimbo for a second. Uh, would, you, would you rather him be a little bit boring as fuck, or just... Yeah, maximize it. I'd rather him as Eggman. Like, I feel like he needs a channel. <laughs> he needs a channel. Hmm. That's a good uh, answer. Uh, <laughs> then we got Horizon Forbidden West. We got we got a new trailer for that, which showed off some uh, more gameplay, some more threats, more enemies, uh, whatnot. We know what this is. Still looks pretty good. I assume everyone's still pretty keen for it. Yeah. Yep. Bring it cool. on. February 18, 2022 for PS5, PS4. Uh, Final Fantasy. This one, I again, I didn't see this one, but Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade is... What actually was this? It's coming to PC? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's coming yeah. to Epic. Yeah. It's got the, uh, the semi-expansion DLC linked in, and yeah, it's a shit game, so sucks if you're picking that oh. up on Epic. So. Oh, wow. Oh. Kieran Bruges is going to be, well. Oh, there's, a, there's a part of him that knows it's shit. They all know it's shit. I don't know <laughs> what they're telling themselves. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Uh, then we've got Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, and I am... I've been off Destiny for years. But Let's I'm, get back into it. This this is this looks really cool. Yeah, man. Um, so I might even have to, you know, get the old horse out of the old stable and... Go for a ride. I, I, I can think be convinced to get around that. Yeah, I think you'll find there's a few Destiny loyalists still lurking around the world played sphere. Mm. Yeah, I reckon we could uh, we could dust off the hats. That uh, <laughs> comes in comes in comes out. Sorry, on February 22, 2022, in that absolute clusterfuck of a week. Holly, you uh, did you ever play much Destiny? I think she did. Didn't I she? did. And again, like. With all the end game stuff is when I was poor and but yeah, they've been teasing 
the witch queen since the beginning and she's always been an interesting character from the tease i'm glad Mm. that she's finally here so i might be tempted to jump back in for this deal what um what class did you go is it another class Mm, mm. i usually go hunter but i think i changed hunter yeah interesting interesting yeah (laughs) what what faction did you side with I can't remember. New yeah, monarchy. they kind of oh, I can't remember. They kind of got rid of the factions, yeah, no, which has been a shame. When I found out that, I was going to get a tattoo of New Monarchy. I actually like the factions, oh, and they they made really it a really cool end games thing to grind for. But it's just not there at the moment. It sort of comes and goes. Um, Holly, did you play Taken King? Uh, Taken King, yeah. Yes, I did. Excellent. So yeah, you you'll definitely be pretty keen for this. Mm. Lovely. Yeah, so I play. I think that's pretty much where I finished. I did all the Taken King stuff, uh, and then I didn't. Then I just fell off. It's just time, man. Just don't have time. Well, the game it's never got it. better than that, so you've seen <laughs> it at its best. Hmm. Um. Then we got a new game from Silent Hill creator, and mm. I am not even going to try and pronounce this name. I know I will. Kichiro Toyama. Kichiro Toyama. You've done worse in pronunciation, hey, so I think you've... Yeah, that's hey. not bad. Uh, here's Good for a gorgeous. Slitterhead, which looks fucking weird. Uh, basically, yeah. it's like a bunch of shape-shifting uh, humanoid animal creature thingies that basically cut people to shreds and eat them. Uh, that's all we sort of know. No info about release or platforms, but... Yeah, it, it was cinematic. I think there was... I could, I can't tell if there was a touch of gameplay in that middle part where the cop was shooting, but, um, yeah, no real idea what this even is. It was in-engine, but I don't yeah. think there was any gameplay. No. Um, no. It, did, did you like the look of it? Because I, 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 I like um, Japanese body horror a little bit. Like I don't like body horror, but Japanese body horror is usually pretty kooky. Yeah. I'm keen to see more of it first, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Good. Because I feel like this could go... This could stink. It could. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to have a It's going to have a budget. You can already see yeah. by the in-engine. In yeah. Good. If it has the, like, kind of semi-jank feel of the first Evil Within, mate, big tick, sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> that, mm, I don't think I had... That didn't have a lot of jank, though. Mm. Uh, I don't know. What? It It definitely yeah. had some jank. Evil, the second evil within one. Was, one. Yeah, the second nah. one was pretty polished, but the first I one had, had some solid jank. Nah, I'm not on. Nah. I think you got them Zach Jackson goggles on, mate. I, th- I think it. I think it was not you know massive budget, but I don't think it was you know, jank fest. No, no, no. It. it yeah. I'm not going it, to. It was quirky. Big jank day out. So, jank you know. daddy. Um, there right, are other games on. announced, though, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> move on to Nightingale. Nightingale, which yeah. I watched it and I've already forgotten what it is. Really? A, yes, no, yes, I forgot. I thought this like, would have got your attention. It did, but I was... Busy. I was pretty... I was tired. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is when I was like, fuck, it's been going for like an hour now. When's... Um, but this is the game from the Dragon Age people, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some ex-Bioware yeah. devs, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this looks kind of cool. 
the settings definitely up my alley. I don't recall much about the gameplay, though. That's the thing I don't remember. It was like Rust and Conan Exiles mm. and all those like Ark Survival Evolved. It's one of those games, mm. which kind of makes me a bit nervous because those games all had like really amazing debut trailers to like really show you the scope. And then yeah. they're in early access for 100 years and they never actually meet the impressive yeah. scale of that initial trailer. Hmm. Because I think I think they he mentioned it's a it's a base building yep. something around, yeah. and that's Correct. where I was like, oh, okay, maybe not, maybe not for me. Um, yeah. Holly, you're big on uh, co-op. What what do you think of this? I actually missed this one, so I will have to catch up on it later. But open world to mine could be good. But I'm not a nice. huge fan of settlement building, so mm. see how it goes. Same. That's definitely looking to be a huge part of it. Mm. Mm. Uh, Beat Saber's getting some Lady Gaga uh, content. Then we got a trailer, a cinematic trailer for Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, which basically showed Gollum being crazy uh, and you know battling with the, his darkest darkest side before taking down some orcs and yeah it looks again we still don't really know a lot about the actual game so i'm still optimistically keen yeah but, same but it could be bar the developers i don't know just i'm a bit nervous about the team because i usually associate that team with point and click adventure games who's the developer Daedalic entertainment aren't they just the publisher are they just the publisher Oh, well, they were okay. just a publisher for this. They were just a I, publisher. I, I, I could be wrong. No, you're probably right. Probably. I'd say you are right. <laughs> More confident than um, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that. I know that they do publishing. I don't recall them ever developing something. It's just. It seems like a an odd, um, odd place to park the license. No, I am. I am proven wrong. I. I lie. You are correct, sir. What really? Uh-huh. So, yeah. Day- if I'm correct, then Daedalic, yeah, I only know them from developing point-and-click adventure games, which makes this a bit of an odd step up. It makes me a bit nervous, but good on them for trying. Yeah. So the last few things that we've done with them have all been stuff that they have published. So they did Shadow Tactics, <gasps> which um, is which great, they pub- which they published. Um, I did a game called The Suicide of Edith. Oh, uh, sorry. The Suicide of Rachel Foster, again, which is a game that they published. Um, yeah, but um, anyway, so yes, they are developing it, but they're co-publishing it with Nacon. Cool. 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 All right. Uh, that's Lord of the Rings. PUBG Battlegrounds. Cool. Uh, Somerville got a, another trailer, which is that new game from the Playdead developers, uh, who did Limbo and Inside. It's a sci-fi adventure where you got to make your family whole again after a big, like, catastrophe. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm definitely keen for this. I think it is. Yes, it's an Xbox uh, and PC only game. Can't wait to be punched in the emotions. Don't it's want to see too dead, much. Uh, good at that. Yeah, don't want to see too much more of this one. Yeah, me either. Like, I'm tickled. You've got me on mm. the hook. Just give me the game. Yep, agreed. 
Uh, coming in 2022, Cuphead, the last delicious, wrong title, Cuphead, the delicious last <laughs> course, uh, is coming in June 30, 2022. This DLC has been coming for like three or four years now. Yeah, I think, I think it's three time. years. Um, but it's finally coming. Um, and it's coming to all platforms that the game is on, which is basically all platforms now. So PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, and PC. Did anybody uh, get the opportunity to see the performance for the Delicious yes. Last Course? So that was actually pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. Hmm. It's like, um, I don't know if barbershop is probably the wrong term for that sort of music, but it's like that. I can't remember. I don't know what the exact, uh, what you'd call that exactly. Yes, excuse our ignorance, but we did enjoy it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Hey, barbershop's a is a is a term of as a category. No, I, I, I think you're a lot closer than any genre I would have suggested. So ballpark. Mm. It's like those. Uh, fuck it. Let's just move on. Yeah, um, we embarrass ourselves. That's it. Cuphead the game. Anyone came for that? Or oh, sorry, the DLC. I I never managed to finish the the base game, so I don't know if I'll be back for the DLC. Yeah. I don't think I finished the second level of the first game. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. Um, it took me like a year to finish the first level. Yeah. Granted, grant, granted, I only probably played it maybe like 50 times. It's brutal. It, but, but very hard. Harder than Elder Cells. Fuck. <laughs> well. well. Uh, Sonic time. Frontiers was the next game up, uh, which is going to be an open world Sonic title, which is question mark. Question mark. Don't know about that. So a lot, a lot of people that I read on Twitter after this got announced was that um, it looks like they're trying to do a Zelda, but I've not played Zelda, so I couldn't, I can't. Yeah, it, it did look kind of Breath of the Wild open world style. It kind of, I don't know, it gave me flavors of Sonic 06, which just made my skin crawl. So I don't know. I, I don't want to judge it off a, because the trailer was like, a minute and a half, two minutes, and they just kind of showed off sweet fuck all. But just empty yeah, landscapes. The idea, yeah, yeah, exactly, very empty. Uh, but the idea of an open—they call it open arena or something, open, open zone, because everything in Sonic is zones, uh, an open zone Sonic game. But I don't know, it it doesn't immediately tickle me as something I'm interested in. But we'll see. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 Warrior Priest, which is a new DLC that's coming in 2022. Uh, I also should mention that Sonic Frontiers is coming in 2022 as well. And then Chia, I think that's how you would say that, uh, is... Uh, why am I confused? Yes, it's it, that game. It's, that I, what did we yeah. say? It was, oh, it was at the PlayStation, the State of Play. That's, yeah, that's it's, yeah, cool. it was announced sometime early this year, I think. And mm. it, it's been shown off at a few t- a, a few points in the year. And each time there's a new group of people that go, oh, cool, that just got announced. It looks really good. And it's, I think, slowly starting to build a bit of steam. But yeah, it's, it's heavily influenced by New Caledonian culture, which is really, really cool. Mm. Um, and the game is gorgeous. So I think the, the more steam that it builds, the better, because it looks, it looks excellent. I'm very keen to see... Not see more because I've seen plenty of it now, but I'm keen to get my hands on it now. I think. Just a quick uh, sidebar. I was uh, 
very keen to go to New Caledonia before the pandemic hit. So, what, shout what, to New Caledonia. What drew your interest to New Caledonia? Don't know. I hadn't, haven't been there. So, most people close. haven't. And it's close. So, it is good an excuse as any, I reckon. Yeah. And I'd rather go somewhere like there than like a Thailand kind of thing. No, I can, I can appreciate that. Mm. Um, cool. Uh, Holly, does that, is that uh, something that you interested in? Yeah, I'd gone to New Caledonia. <laughs> you to New Caledonia, <laughs> both in person no, and in the game. Nice. Yeah, I hadn't nice. seen that game before, so it's very beautiful, and the body swapping looks awesome. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so PS5, PS4, and PC in 2022 for that one. Then we kind of got into the, the big stuff. Suicide Squad, Cool Justice League. Got a trailer with a pretty cringy opening. Um, don't you... I'm not going to say that. Um, what did you think of this, Adam? This is probably up up, uh, up your alley. Straight up. Straight up that alley. Uh, yep, straight hook up. it into my veins. I mean, really, give okay. it to me. Um, I think all of the different, cause they give you kind of a little taste of each of what the, the character's abilities are kind of going to be like. And I think they're going to be a shitload of fun to play as like the, the whole captain boomerang looking to have kind of mimicked the flashes, super speed and darting around and being able to teleport with these boomerangs. Uh, then you've got dead shot who can kind of fly around and is more distance based. And then you've got King shark, which is just the, the massive brawler. I just, I think that's going to be a shitload of fun, especially when you have a full squad going into it. And I'm keen to see more of what they do in the Arkhamverse because lest we forget it is set in the Arkhamverse and we're seeing the rest of the justice league. Uh, and we got to see the flash being controlled by Brainiac in this trailer. And yeah, I'm just, I'm keen to see more from it. I want to play it. Suicide squad's great. Nice. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, a bit similar to Guardians, is the, the voice acting in that sounded pretty good. So, you know, take a look at it when it gets uh, closer to release. Anybody so, else? Yeah, has anyone here read the any of the New 52 Justice League comics? Okay. Yes. So you'd be aware of the crime syndicate? Yes. Yeah, I was really hoping, so for the other two people listening that know what we're talking about, I was really hoping that the... Uh, this game, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, was going to be an adaptation of the uh, Crime Syndicate storyline, which is where the Justice League effectively get knocked off their pedestal and replaced with b- evil uni- like evil parallel universe alternative versions. Adam's, but Adam's just nah. showing off his comics. He, yeah, he's showing off his comics collection, which we're all very <laughs> proud of. And they're all in plastic because he's a good boy. Um, but, but no, I guess I was a little bit disappointed that it's just the brainiac controlling the og justice league i was hoping that they were going to bring in the crime syndicate but maybe they'll do that later on i think it's it's interesting because they've almost they've avoided mentioning brainiac completely exactly and you know that it's brainiac because he's got his giant fuck off skull shaped (laughs) ship in the sky and everything's purple but they're they're dodging around actually calling him out so i yeah i think there will be shenanigans and being the 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 suicide squad they always kind of like to subvert expectations because you know they're always blowing up heads and whatnot so yeah i'm i'm very keen to see what they do with it very very keen 
Yeah, because just, just lastly, because it was the Suicide Squad from memory that actually had to come to save the day when it was the, the crime syndicate that took over. That's it, why I thought that's was, what they were going to do. Anyway, they all got trapped in Deathstorm, but that's getting a bit yeah. deep in the cuts. Deep cuts, <laughs> my friend. Oh, you can tell he's going to do a spoiler cast on this when it drops. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Next up is Forspoken, oh my which God. is the uh, Square Enix, I think. Okay. I yeah. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, coming uh, to P- it's the PS5 exclusive for a year, I think. Time exclusive. Uh, PS5, mm-hmm. or no, it's, it might even be the two years for this one. Whatever. Uh, PS5 and PC, on May 24, 2022. I missed this one. I wasn't in the room uh, when this one was on. I sort of came in right at the end when it finished. How's For a new IP, this game is very promising. Yeah, one of my predi- or my my wish list things was for great looking new IPs, and this definitely falls into that category. So I'm I'm keen to see keen to see what this one does. And uh, Holly would have seen this previously, I imagine. Uh, yeah, I saw it earlier. It was really good. Apart from it's currently getting a little bit of flack on the internet due to the current pre-order prices. Oh, what's that? Uh, I oh, saw is this the, P- the is this the del- PC one? Uh, both PC and PlayStation, the deluxe edition is currently going for $150. What? So, <laughs> don't know what that includes, Rado. but I don't know. Wow. I mean, how much Returnal base game was, what, 120 yeah, 125, yeah. yeah. So, I guess it depends what wow. you get with it, but yeah. Mm, that's, that's it's for a new IP as well. It's a lot of coins. Mm. That's um, good then Warhammer. Oh, this one. So, this was a big. This is the one that uh, Big Doll Jeffy was like, no one's got this on their bingo card. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2, which I know Ash Whaling loved it. Um, and then he was telling me all about uh, all about the first one, and I was like, "Yeah, I have no idea. Like, what you talking <clears> about? <throat> you fucking nerd." Yeah, um, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, this this looks cool. Like, uh, you know, if it's the it's it's a third person shooter. Yeah, I think I got that. Yep. I think I saw yep. that. Correct. Um, yeah, so it looks it looks rather interesting. I, I've always thought the Warhammer universe is interesting but hasn't quite pulled me in to, to play one of the games yet so um the first one's genuinely like it, it's a pretty stock standard because it's in that 2010s era where all kind of those third person action games were very samey but they're all it was actually, yeah <laughs> but genuinely it was pretty decent like you you have a sword that's also a, a chainsaw nudge nudge gears of war and you can just kind of mow through orcs. So it, it was a pretty good time. I've got a mate that was absolutely obsessed with it, and he went radio rental when he saw this announced. So I feel like there's uh, a small niche for for this series. He's that, already a 40K yeah. fan, though. Yeah. Yeah, the 40K fans froth for this. Yeah, froth they absolutely do. Everyone else is uh, like, yeah, it looks cool. Coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC, no date. Then we got a new Saints Row trailer as well as a release date, which is August 23, 2022. It was meant to come out uh, in that in that crazy week in February, but got pushed. 
Um, looks 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 fine. Everyone's looks like Saints cool. Row. Yep, everyone's cool with that. Uh, Four guys is getting some stuff. Uh, Carpet Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, I think that's meant to be. And Bomberman. Sure. Um, then Dune. Mm. Uh, Spice Wars. Interesting name, but um, set in the iconic sci-fi universe, Dune Spice Wars is an upcoming 4X strategy game that will have a ver- that will have various galactic houses vying for control. Coming to PC, early access, early 2022. Didn't see this one, to be honest. Well, again, wasn't in the room. I mean, it was like 30 seconds, blink and you miss it. It didn't show anything. Are you familiar with June? No, but I'm, I'm a mad, yeah. I need to go see the the, the movie. Because you said interesting name. It's like anyone that's familiar with June Spice Wars is about as generic a subtitle as you can get because the whole <laughs> yeah. universe is about spice. It's a drug that basically right. everyone wants. Okay. Yep, there, there you, you go. go. Move I, on. Just, I just outed myself as a June noob. Um, <laughs> and then we got um, <laughs> then we got uh, Will Arnett and. Fuck. Oh, I can't remember her name either. Yeah. Not me either. <laughs> and I like her too. Oh. Ashley um, Birch, isn't it? And it was... It's Ashley Birch? Was that was Ashley Birch? Uh, yes. Is it? Yes, yeah, nice. Yes. Good save. Yes, yes, thank you. Good save, yeah, Holly. Very good. <laughs> um, and that was kind of awful. Yeah, that was a bitch. Yeah. 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 See, see, this is the, this is what I mean. I go, I go back to that, to that Jim Carrey thing and he's, you know, he's eccentric but it's, you know, it's whatever. I mean, I guess maybe if you don't like it, but then you you get this and it's just like, that's just fuck shit ass, mate. Anyway. There's self-indulgence and then there's over-scripted. They're both, they're just polar opposite ends of the same scale, mate. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just a big Jim, uh, Jim Carrey fan. Jim, so, Jim Stein. You know, <laughs> Teeny Tiner's... <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Tiny Tina's Wonderland, um, Wonderland, sorry, uh, is coming March twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two. Just we got we got a new trailer for that. Uh, I didn't watch it because it's not something that in- interests me. Anyone else keen for this? Keen to for that? Yeah, I'll play it when it comes out. I'm not going to get too hyped over it though. I'm playing Borderlands three at the moment. I I just I I'm playing the DLC. I'm not confident what that the writing's going to be any good. Well, I've been playing. I've been trying to get through because it's my last pledge, man. I want to get it done because I don't want the punishment, oh, right? Yeah, but fuck, fuck, fuck the, that. I've. I don't know. I don't know how you folks feel because I'll probably. I'm assuming Holly and Adam have played Borderlands Three pretty extensively, but I just don't enjoy the writing in the third one particularly. So I don't no, have I'm, much confidence in this. The I'm writing. With you. I loved loved the first two, but the third the third didn't grab me at all. So I feel you on that. I haven't actually played the third one, but. The second one was brilliant, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed the second one's writings, but de- definitely a very different writing team for the third game. All right. Uh, Among Us coming to VR. Cool. Cool. Uh, also, uh, sorry, PSVR, Oculus and Steam. Um, Still Rising, which is a new RPG from Spiders, who did Greedfall. Looks pretty cool. You play as, like, a robot soldier um, who has to save, like, Paris or something like that. Um premise is pretty cool and this is a dev team much like frogwares every game that they do there is improvement in every aspect of it so this looks likely to be a step up coming in june 2022 
uh, metal hell singer the gods of metal uh, trivium singer was there cool um, Star Trek resurgence cool wait maybe I shouldn't just bypass that is anyone keen on Star Trek I mean I am but not this alright yeah. moving on because we've uh, we've been gone for quite a while so I'm just trying to pump through the so this is when it was this is when it sort of started to, to die it did me. It was, it's, it's, that, it's that period here yeah. Um, Rumbleverse. I didn't even watch this. It's about like, a while. This is fucking Fortnite, and then it wasn't Fortnite, and I was like, mm. oh, "What? Yuck!" And then, then I got a, I got a, a jab, uh, which I, I thought maybe we might see this, but I thought no, nah, they'll probably save it for like, like an E three. But we got a, another trailer for a Plague Tale Requiem, which is probably my most anticipated game of next year. This looks fucking awesome. Um, and the visuals look incredible as well. And for, for, for a team that, that does, that did this and then did Flight Simulator, it's just such a huge contrast of talent. Like, how? How can you do fucking yeah, a game like that? Yeah, that blows me away. Um, so yeah, and so have we all played Plague Tale Innocence here, the first one? A little bit. Just a little bit for me. Just yeah. the tip. Just the tip. Uh, um one thing I noticed in this and I, I wrote it in the article that I published about it and in the the big piece here. Uh and Nathan, you probably would have seen it too, and you as well, Holly, but there's it looks like there's gonna be a bigger focus on combat. Because in the first one, you basically didn't, you, you couldn't defend yourself at all. Really, it was those. The combat was a bit weak. You know, you had Chucking rocks. Yeah, you had you had the rocks. Whereas here, uh, Amicia's got like a crossbow, and then she's stealth killing people, and um, so it looks it looks like it's going to take it up a notch. So I'm very 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 keen. That that trailer actually gave me goosebumps. Wow. So, yeah. And I've heard it's Loved coming it. From, to Switch. Oh really? Yeah, but it's via a via the Ah, of course, yeah. that <laughs> caveat. Yeah. yeah um, so not in Australia. No, not Australia. The other the other big thing as well um, is it's coming to day one. Sorry, it's going to be on Game Pass day one. That'd be good. Excellent. Thanks, I, Pete. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if this studio gets bought by Microsoft. There's been rumours for ages that this yeah. is one of the one of the dev teams that they're going to try and buy. But you'd think. Um, it'd be interesting because they won't own this IP. It's actually owned by Focus Entertainment. So, anyway, um, Dying Light Two got another trailer. Again, it looks pretty cool. It's just more Dying Light. February four, two thousand twenty-two. Yep. Crossfire X got a trailer and a release date. February the ten. February the ten. February ten, two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of keen for this. It looks. This is for the single player portion, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, not not the multiplayer. The multiplayer can, no, no chance. So I'm keen to check that out. Any, anyone else keen to check out the, the single player for this? Ah, uh, look, you you gotta you gotta give Remedy a go, right? Mm. Yeah. You do. If you if do. it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have the remotest interest in this. Uh, Blood Hunt was after that. Uh, it's the free vampire royale. That makes no sense. Free battle royale game set inside the vampire the masquerade universe. Um, coming in autumn for PS5 and PC. 
will be interesting to see how this goes. As someone I'm who's played it in early access, it's... <gasps> uh, Tell us. It's, you know, it's a new take, but it's very much... <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite either, so it's a lot of jumping, a lot of dashing, and it's just uh, the whole... It's... Yeah. Initially, it it's like, gross. ooh, and then it... it it's, <laughs> As we say... It's not great. In Zach language, sounds bum. Yeah, it sounds bum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but IP deserves better. Yes, it does. But that game is, like, that IP is just shitting out games, though. Yeah, they're sort doing of. the whole, like, um, Games Workshop thing where, like, they let out the license to, like, all the Warhammer games and then all the shitty studios got on board. Because um, there's, like, four games in development. Yep. Uh, Swan Song actually looks really cool. Uh, which is done by Big Bad Wolf, who did The Council, which is one of my favourite games. Um, and that, that's like a narrative RPG. If you've not played The Council, Nathan, you should check it out when it's really, really cheap. Yeah, right. It's a quality game. Yeah, it's yeah, actually, yeah, I haven't, uh, but I know what it is. Did you play it, Adam? Oh, you did too, yeah. Yep, I did. Yeah. You know, it was, it's really, really cool. Um, GTFO is coming out, out of early access now, so you can check that out. There's a, there's a 25% off uh, sale for a week. Halo TV series got a first trailer. Anyone watch? I didn't actually see this because I was I was looking at GTFO stuff. It looks the goods. Mm, it's good. Paramount Plus though. Mm. Rip. Yeah. Um, oh well. Also known as Pirate Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. We don't pirate here in. Hi. Good. Uh, good joke, bro. <laughs> at well played. <laughs> Uh, then Elden no, Ring, no, no, no. Elden Ring got to another trailer, uh, and I didn't watch it because it's whatever. a story trailer, which yeah. means fuck all in the in the sense of a Souls game because it's all going to be told through text and whatnot anyway. But I mean, the world is very cool, and they show off more little tidbits of that. So I'm going to play mm. the game regardless. Let's be real. They got that pop thing on stage. That was cool. They did get the pop thing on stage. And that was fucking strange, yeah. but good in a weird way. Um, <laughs> also, do, just before I forget, that weird, awkward moment where uh, Kojima, Del Toro, had that kind of moment, like where they were like, oh, um, what, did, what did Del Toro say? It's like, oh, I haven't seen a trailer that good since Death Stranding or something like that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and then dumped on Sinel. So, yeah, he's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I really you, enjoy um, the um, the the art direction or something like in Silent Hill, so it'd be nice if we get another one of those. Mm. Wink, wonk. <laughs> uh, the, one of the last announcements was Synced Off Planet, which I, either I was not alive at that stage because I don't recall <laughs> anything about this at all. Uh, it's it looks to be a third person shooter where you can summon NPCs to fight alongside you. Uh, apparently, it got announced a little while ago, but I have not heard of it until today. Uh, oh, it looks yes. kind of cool. I watched this. I thought it looked shit out, so that's why I think I tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anybody have anything positive to say about that? Uh, realistically no well uh, then we got uh, Ark Raiders which is the new game from 
Patrick Soderland, or Soderland, or however you say his last name, one of the one of the former big dogs at EA, uh, his new studio Embark. So this is a free to play co op sci fi shooter. Uh, it's a three player, I think, from memory, if I'm remembering that correctly. This looks fucking cool. I'm I'm very very keen to see how this actually plays. Um, in in the press release, uh, Big Patty talks about how like they're building it like around gameplay or something like that um i can't remember the exact quote but just yeah so it's but of course it's free to play and they're gonna have to make some cash somehow so it'll be interesting to see where that leads to but looks really cool and visually it looks pretty amazing as well does yeah and yeah you're right the gameplay does look really cool so i'm cautiously optimistic the free-to-play aspect of it has me a little bit worried but yeah it looks very cool it looks very very cool like the gameplay looks tight as well it looks it does does, yeah. yeah um so i think it's actually made by a bunch of battlefield like former battlefield devs as well so but yeah yeah no, you, see where it goes. Yeah, you could hype me up on this one. Stay tuned. Holly, what'd you um, what'd you make of that one? Yeah, it looked quite good. I was a bit surprised, but like you said, with the free to play, is it gonna suffer from bad gameplay? Cosmetics, and yeah, yeah, all that shit. All yeah. bad, like like Halo currently suffering from the grindy game mm. pass or battle pass, should I say? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wait and see. Oh, but it looks plus you know. Good. They're from EA, so yeah. <laughs> <we know. laughs> no, that's a oh, bit no. harsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. They're not. They're not EA X No. no. Um, all right. Uh, that's coming PS Five, Xbox Series X, and S PC in twenty twenty two. I think in early access. I think I actually might have just made that up. It's not coming in early access. Um, then we've got the Matrix Awakens and Unreal Engine Five experience which apparently is really, really good. Uh, I've not had a chance to, to download and check it out, but I'm definitely going to. Anyone checked it out yet? Negative. Nah, no. I have to get it downloaded, though. No. I'll have a look no. into it tomorrow. Cool, cool. Very, very nice. Oh, that's that, that's um, that's that. that. That was the Game Awards. All right, so very, very quickly, let's go around the, around the table. Three things that you loved the most. Uh, Holly, do you want to kick us off? Probably Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, even Star Wars, eh? Star Wars, yeah, Star Wars and Kill um, Us Justice League. Which, nice. yeah. Rhino? Uh, it's it's going to be Senua up top with Hellblade 2. I also... Really, really liked the look of Have a Nice Death. And then, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a, a mashup of all the games that we know fuck all about. So just uh, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and Star Wars. So I'll bundle those all in together because I don't really know anything about them, but they just excite me because of the IPs. Cool. Cool. Nathan? Yeah, I'm, I'm still really reserving a special place for uh, Thirsty Suitors. I forgot what you called it. It was so good. Thirsty sailors. Thirsty sailors. <laughs> Thirsty sailors. Oh, I love it. 
trademark that. But no, Thirsty Suitors is going to be one of the titles I keep an eye on. I was just really endeared by its sense of humour. I'm so picky with humour in games. Uh, Slitherhead, the Silent Hill okay. uh, creators okay. ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to see a bit more of that. I want uh, something in the vein of Silent Hill. And then I suppose the last one is... Oh, I guess I want to say Forspoken, I suppose. I'm just ever so impressed whenever I see it. And yeah, I, I just want to get my hands on that one. I, I want to unravel it, see what it's about. Cool. I'm going with the Plague Tale, Evil West. And then we have to have a sack race on the last Sunday of each month between Ark Riders, uh, Ark Riders, Ark Raiders and Alan Wake 2 because I can't split those two. Hmm, tough. Real tough. Mm. Uh, fair shout. Cool. Nice. Uh, anyone else got any other things they want to add about? What do we make, actually? I've got one quick question for everyone. What what did you make of Jeff's uh, non-but-totally-Activision dig? Yeah, it was like whiplash, wasn't it? It was mm. sort of taking the high moral ground, you know, this is deplorable, and we we should all speak up. But hey, guys, I got some real good trailers in the back. What do you think of that? <laughs> you know, like ugh, ugh, it was know? a bit. Mm, it, it, I, I mean, it was good that he did it, but it did feel a little bit weak. But I thought for it was. It, I did think it tread the line of tokenistic. Yeah. Mm. Better than nothing, but. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I agree. Well, I've got to give a big shout out because I've promised him for the past two or three weeks now. So I've got to give shout outs to uh, Zach Smith. Thank you for listening. Uh, Appreciate it, mate. Love you. Uh, No, Nathan's. Did anyone catch Pete Hines' little cameo? Oh, that was actually not too bad. I I thought that was pleasant. Mm. Anyway, if you didn't go find it. I chuckled. There is one thing, though, I will add to that. I'm at the point now where I've had enough of them making fun of them bringing Skyrim to things. But they've he... Used that, but, no, but they've he used hasn't. that joke so many times. No, but, but Bethesda have. You know what yeah, I mean? but now that he's now <laughs> that they've acquired him, they get at least one opportunity to crack that joke. <laughs> yeah, they paid all that money just yeah. for that joke, Zach. Come on. Um, but no, but there was... But yeah, no, it was it was it was pretty good. It's pretty pretty good. Pete's all right. <sighs> right at the end of it. All right, let's go to bed because it's very very late. But thank you for tuning in. If you made it to the end, if there's anything that you liked at the Game Awards, let us know somehow. Post on Facebook or something. Tag us. Uh, if you want to read all the stuff, you can go to www.wellhyphenplay.com.au and uh, have a good weekend. And yeah. Shout out to everyone. See ya. Be good to Christmas workers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to say be good until Christmas. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs>